0: Hello, and welcome to the My Bible Life Podcast with your host, Vanessa Upkins. If you're not driving, get your pens, pads, and devices, and get ready to journey through God's Word together for the next few minutes. And if you can't make notes right now, be sure to save, download, or bookmark the podcast to listen again later. Oh, and don't forget to follow. Now, without further ado, here's Vanessa.
1: Welcome back, my friend. This is Vanessa Upkins, your host for the My Bible Life podcast, where we do life together studying the Word of God. Well, we are in our fourth week of our Bible study challenge. I am so glad that you're joining me today because you are building consistency, and I want to encourage you to keep it up. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, no worries. I welcome you here. Start today and count this episode as your first Bible study and challenge yourself to do 10 weeks of consistency. You see, the purpose of this challenge is to develop a routine and deepen our relationship with God through Bible study. So pick a time in your day that you will devote to reading and investing time for spiritual growth. I promise the word is life-changing. But before we get started with our Bible study today, I wanna share two things. Number one, our Operation Download Project you probably like, what is that? Well, our mission is to spread the gospel and encourage people to study the Bible. And we have a goal to have our next 1,000 downloads. And as of today, we are almost there. We're only 310 downloads away. Let me explain how it works. Each time a person listens to a podcast, it is recorded as a download. So, when you share this podcast, it counts when you share it with a friend, a co-worker, and when they listen, every time there is a download, that means the word of God is getting out and someone's life is going to be impacted and it's going to be a big win for the kingdom of God. You are a big part of this success. Plus, it helps others to be able to find the podcast. It doesn't matter if you're listening to this podcast in 2030. The Word of God is active and alive forever, according to Hebrews 4. Take the challenge and be a part of Operation Download. Number two, post your reviews, your takeaways, your points of power, things that you're pondering about as you study. We have been selecting reviews and takeaways from our Bible study to share with our listeners. And I want to share a takeaway with you today. It is written by Tootie from Alabama. She's one of our faithful listeners. She comments regularly, and we are so grateful for you sharing. She comments after listening to the episode, Jesus Rejected at Nazareth. As a believer in Christ, we will face rejection. Don't give up. And when God asks you to do something, be obedient and do it even if it doesn't make sense to you right then. Just pray and ask God to help your unbelief. Thank you so much, Tudy for sharing. This is so encouraging because we will face rejection. So don't give up, she says. Okay, well, let's go ahead and get started with our Bible study for today. It comes from Mark chapter 6, And Jesus walks on water. We're going to cover verses 45 through 52. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. And this is what it says Immediately he made his disciple get into the boat and go before him to the other side, to Bethesda, while he dismissed the crowd. And after he had taken leave of them, he went up on the mountain to pray. And when evening came, the boat was out on the sea. it is I. Do not be afraid. And he got into the boat with them, and the wind ceased. And they were utterly astounded, for they did not understand about the loaves, for their hearts were hardened. Let us pray. Father God, you are the God of miracles. You heal the sick, you feed the 5,000, and you walk on water, and so much more. We love you. Father God, we ask that you be with us as we study together. I ask that you bless my friend as they study and prepare. And as we prepare our hearts to receive your word, Father God, may it be rooted and grounded in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so the backstory to this is that the apostles has returned to Jesus and they were really excited to tell him all the things that they have done on their trip. And so Jesus said, let's go to the other side to a desolated place so that you can get some rest. And so as they got in the boat to go to the other side, all the people recognized them and began to run. And Jesus had compassion and saw them as sheep without a shepherd. And so Jesus began to teach them and it grew late. And the disciples suggested that, Jesus, you know, send them back to the countryside so they can get something to eat before it gets too late. And so Jesus told the the apostles, you give them something to eat. It was Philip that says 200, it would take 200 denarii to feed all the people. And then Jesus says, what do you have? And of course, this young boy, he gives his lunch and it's five loaves of bread and two fish and a miracle was performed. And Jesus fed 5,000 people, 5,000 people ate that day. And now in verse 45, it says, immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side to Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd. So Jesus stayed. And I can remember having many opportunities to speak at conferences and conventions over the years. And I can remember after speaking, there would always be people in line to either ask a question or take a picture. But can you imagine how many people wanted to speak with Jesus after seeing him feed 5,000 people and all the teachings that he's been teaching all day? but feeding 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish and then having the leftovers of 12 baskets of food. I can see why Jesus had to stay and dismiss the crowd. He fed them and sent them home with spiritual and physical food. Jesus sent the disciples to Bethsaida. Now, where is it and what do we want to know about it? So this is a place and it is a fishing village and is located on the northeastern shore of the sea of Galilee. And also this is the hometown of Philip, Peter, and also Andrew. So after the people left, he went to pray, and Jesus model before us of what we should do. Most of the time, Jesus went to the mountain to pray. Have you ever wondered why? It is a secret place is where he wouldn't be distracted and probably more. But let's take a deeper look into that. We know others that went to the mountains like Moses and Elijah. Why is the mountain so important in the Bible? Well, the mountains are a symbol of the Jewish and Christian cultures. Going to the mountain to pray means to be closer to God who dwells in heaven. Another point is that God often reveal himself on mountaintops. And another point is God speaks on the mountain. God gave Moses the Ten Commandments and that was on Mount Sinai. But we also know that Jesus was in constant communication with God the Father. Praying is an example for us to follow today. We can learn from Jesus' praying patterns and asked ourselves a couple of questions. So number one, do you get away from distractions and pray? Number two, do you have a special time and place? I don't know if you remember or if you saw the movie War Room with Priscilla Shire in it. It was so good. If you hadn't seen it, I highly recommend it. After watching that movie, many people started to pray and develop war rooms, but there's different names that you can call them. Some people call them their secret place, a prayer closet, their war room. It doesn't matter what you call it. The most important thing is to pray in secret. Why? Because the scripture tells us to, Jesus tells us to. This is what Jesus says in Matthew six and six. He says, but when you pray, go into the room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. So there is a reward for praying. And, but also we want to go to that secret place. We want to get to that secret place. Now, my favorite place and time to pray is early morning before sunrise, I like to pray often, also during the day. For me, this is just an all-day conversation. (laughs) Okay, let's go ahead and move to verse 47. And when evening came, the boat was out on the sea, and he was alone on the land. And he saw that they were making headway painfully against the wind, for the wind was against them. And about the fourth watch of the night he came to them walking on the sea. Now, before we talk about Jesus of walking on the sea, let's talk about that fourth watch. What is the fourth watch? Well, it is a time span between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. according to the Roman watch. The Jews recognize the days in 12 hours. Example, like from 6 a.m to 6 p.m. that's like 12 hours. The Romans divided the 12-hour span between 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. into four watches of 3 hours. So the first watch would be like from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. the second watch would be like from 9 p.m. to 12 p.m. and the third watch would be from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m., and the fourth watch would be from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. I wanted to really understand what the watches are because we don't talk in watches, you know, first watch, second watch. You know, I think maybe the military does. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I wanted to explain that just in case you may not have known. So the time now is between 3 and 6 a.m. Jesus sees the disciples in a horrific storm. He could see their struggles, just like he sees our struggles when we encounter storms in our lives. Here's another situation where Jesus is moved with compassion and demonstrates that he has authority over the sea. This reminds me of what happened in Mark chapter 4 when Jesus calms the sea. But this time, Jesus is not in the boat with the disciples. He comes to them walking on water. He meant to pass them, but when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost. They cried out, for they all saw him and was terrified. But immediately he spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid." And he got into the boat with them, and the wind ceased. And they were utterly astounded, for they did not understand about the loaves. but their hearts were hardened. According to the text, the disciples were terrified when they saw Jesus walking on the water, mistaking him for a ghost. There was a belief among the fishermen during that time that if they saw a ghost on the water, it was the spirit of one of the dead fishermen who had died at sea. If you saw a ghost, it was a sign that you would be the next to die at sea. So the disciples were terrified, thinking they were about to die. However, Jesus assured them that he was not a ghost and comforted them by saying, Take heart. It is I. Do not be afraid. Can you imagine the relief and the joy the disciples felt upon realizing that it was Jesus? I like what it says in Isaiah chapter 43, verse two, the English Standard Version. When we pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. Well, I am ready to share my takeaways. First, I have been thinking about the disciples experiencing two great miracles back-to-back, the feeding of the 5,000 and now Jesus walking on water. Although they didn't understand everything that was happening, they were obedient to what Jesus asked them to do. Even though they thought they saw a ghost, they recognized his voice. The question we want to ask ourselves is when we're in a storm, and we can't see the outcome, do we recognize His voice? And do we allow Jesus to get in the boat with us? When you seek Jesus and develop a personal relationship with Him, we not only recognize His voice, but He reveals Himself to us as our Savior in every situation. I'm not talking about eternal salvation, which is the most important, I'm talking about the daily situations in life. For instance, if we're going through a health crisis, Jesus shows himself as a healer. If we're having a financial crisis, he shows himself as a provider. If we are grieving a loved one, he shows himself as a comforter. If we need guidance, his word becomes a lamp unto our feet. If we need a friend, He is closer than a friend. Whatever the need is, his grace is sufficient and he will be a present help in the time of need. Second, I have been reflecting on the fact that as we go through storms in our lives, some are physical, some are spiritual, on the journey of life, we will either be in a storm coming out of one are getting ready to go through one. As long as we are alive, we will face storms. Therefore, we must stay ready and abide in Jesus, allowing the word to dwell in our hearts. He will come walking on the water over any obstacles that we may face. Jesus has supernatural authority given to him by God the Father, and greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Father, Thank you so much for your compassion. You are the one who cares for my friend. Whatever they are facing today, reveal yourself in such a supernatural way. Allow them to know that they are loved and that there is no one who loves them more than you. It is written in John 15 and 13. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. I thank you, Father, for all that you do and all that you are in Jesus name. Amen. Well, my friend, I would love to hear your takeaway. Please post them on our Facebook page or Instagram at mybiblelife.us. I want to thank you again for joining me today for Bible study and thank you for making this podcast your number one Bible study podcast. Keep studying the word because we learn his word, live His Word, and lead with His Word to have a transformative
0: life. Love you with the heart of Jesus, and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to the My Bible Life Podcast with your host, Vanessa Upkins. We pray you have been blessed by the Word today. This weekly series was created to increase your faith, encourage you in your walk with Him, and to give you inspiration to continue moving forward with confidence, of fulfilling the work He has already begun in you. Since you're already here, we invite you to follow, share, download, and help us to reach more people to join in with us. Let's share the love and His Word so that they too can be blessed by the My Bible Life Podcast, currently on Spotify, Audible, and Podbean.